You're listening to the premier home of motorsports for nearly two decades. The Race Central Radio Show. Back on ESPN Radio 1600. Now, here is your host, one of the most respected motorsports voices in America, Motorsports Insider, Kurt Hansen. Ah, here we go. Hey, happy 3 p.m. On a fast Friday here on the Premier Home for Motorsports, it is Race Central on the radio. You know me. Well, maybe you do or maybe you don't, but I'm Motorsports Insider Kurt Hansen. It's great to be with you every Friday, our new time, 3 to 5. It's The Drive with Race Central, the premier home for all things motorsports. A very happy uh, and non-snowy Friday to all of you. We've been doing our typical Colorado weather thing as of late, which (laughs) snowing in 20s on one day and then 55s and 60s on the other. I think this weekend's supposed to be a pretty nice one. It's definitely a big NFL weekend, but uh, we are a motorsports program. And you've heard me ramble on the last couple of weeks about the season officially being here. And if you haven't bought into that because the Chili Bowl Nationals uh, two weeks ago, and then uh, a lot of next-gen NASCAR testing going on, a lot of comments I would say mostly positive being made about the new car. Uh, certainly, if you were with us a few weeks ago, uh, two of the top NASCAR insiders in the country, uh, Lee Spencer from uh, RacingBoys.com, and also uh, the, Mr. Bob Pockrass himself, uh, Fox Sports, NASCAR, well, TV and radio, and uh, uh, also a scribe, as we might say in the industry, a writer for Fox Sports on NASCAR. The cars do, I say, look really cool on track. I've been watching a lot of video as of late, and, and they definitely ha- have a very a very angry look. And for whatever reason, we talked about it a little bit last program, uh, they have a much different sound, too, and maybe that's because of the new big horsepower package they're running. No, no more of this, uh, uh, you know, mamby-pambies in some tracks and then the big motors on others, which I think is a good thing. For the sport of NASCAR, it's going to bring, uh, I think, a little more stability into a lot of the programs. Everybody's pretty much got a clean sheet of paper, so there's not really, well, there's not really any notes. There's no notes because there's no time on this car except for the testing that has been done so far. And it is uh, interesting to, uh, speaking with my my minions or my my peers, whichever you prefer, a lot of very, very uh, tippy-toe, tippy-top drivers have been having a lot of problem with this car with the, with spinning. Now, in the old days, they would say if uh, if you're not spinning, you're trying not trying hard enough, which in many cases uh, can be the case, or maybe you overcooked the corner or whatever. But a lot of guys have been uh, struggling. With uh, for just it seems like no reason the car getting away from him. And I think it's just because in the next gen testing, I don't think they've been pushing the cars at ten tenths because they're still trying to learn the car, learn the setups, and find what makes the car predictable. But I think what is happening now is is the unpredictability of the new car that is creating some of these issues. I, I no doubt in my mind because. These are the best drivers in the world that they'll get it figured out. But it's uh, it's wrap up time for next gen testing. Really, now it's just get this thing going. And the latest edition of Race Central TV, that other little thing we do, which you can watch pretty much anywhere you can hear my voice. Amazon Prime, Roku, uh, gosh, Direct Dish, Denver Comcast, right here, Action Network, Revan TV. I mean. We, it's pretty easy to find us, or always streaming at racecentralmedia.com. We give you an inside peek into the construction of uh, the Clash, the Clash Track. I'm not sure if that rhymes, but I'll just go with it. Built inside the LA Coliseum, the quarter mile 
track that they will run uh, for the Clash coming up, I mean, literally about a week away. So that should be very exciting. And when you talk about, you know, Saturday Night Short Track Racing, next-gen cars, not a lot of data, 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 whatever, tomato, tomato, whatever, whatever you prefer, information, and then you put all these guys that are, well, they're going to be pretty fired up, to say the very least. Uh, you know, they are, they're, they're anxious to get back in the car, anxious to get the 2022 season started. Uh, it, it's going to be a very interesting gig. I, I think it's going to be very, very entertaining. Now, the only thing that concerns me a little bit, and this is, this is one of the, the banes of short track racing, is you can get a lot of cautions and or red flags. This is especially true when it comes to some of my favorite racing in the whole wide world, which is uh, short track, dirt track racing. World Outlaws, you know, all the local stuff, the regional stuff. Too many red flags just takes all the, takes all the steam out of the deal. Now, I'm certainly going to cross my fingers and hope that that does not happen because I think it's a novel concept. I think NASCAR is doing a good job at finding new ways to bring new fans and younger fans to the sport. You know, refresh the brand and uh, keep pushing forward. After which was maybe one of the most exciting seasons in recent history, which was last year. Kyle Larson, somewhat anticlimactic in the sense that he won 10 races last year. It was probably the most dominant driver, but, I mean, the right guy won the championship. You win 10 races, you deserve to win a championship. But with the playoff system, the way it's structured now, it's not guaranteed. I mean, in the days of old, before they created the new point system, I believe it was 2002 when Matt Kenseth won the championship, did not win a race all season long, but just kept piling up points. And the championship was decided, I want to say, six or seven races before the end of the season. That's that's not bringing new fans into the sport or keeping everybody's attention very long. As we would say, in this industry... A hold the audience. Uh, if you've been in doubt that the season is here, uh, I guess we can officially, super officially, not super officially, but super officially here in the Premier Home say that it starts this weekend. And so they've been racing at Daytona all this past week. Uh, IMSA, uh, a lot of really good racing, good on, you know, sedans, sports cars, the whole, the whole jam. But it's the twice around the clock, the 60th edition of the Rolex 24, one of the most legendary motorsports races in the world, especially when it comes to endurance racing, uh, the Rolex 24. If you've been doing it for 60 years, obviously you're doing something right, much like uh, Le Mans. And it'll all go live uh, tomorrow, midday. Uh, I'm looking forward to that. Very much looking forward to that. And we'll get more into that. Also, uh, some, some breaking news that I'll get to, you don't want to miss that, because there's some things happening, not just like breaking, like I love the morning news, like breaking news, it's snowing, okay, well this is pretty interesting stuff, with some of the NASCAR and IMSA and IndyCar guys, and what they're up to, some contracts that have uh, just been signed, and then some very prominent drivers that have just lost their rides. And you definitely don't want to miss that. We'll get to it next segment. It is Race Central on the radio. I am Motorsports Insider Kurt Hansen. It's Race Central. It's The Drive. More great stuff. Keep it locked right here. I want to drive. Get the car off the trailer. Now, back to one of the most respected voices in motorsports. Your host, Kurt Hansen. It's about 15 minutes after the hour or... uh, as I'd like to say, as close as we can get to it, it is, it is a drive, 3 to 5, here at Race Central on the radio, the premier home for all things motorsports, as I like to uh, uh, as I like to say for over two decades now. Uh, I want to get to some of these stories that have just been kind of popping up, but uh, I do want to get this one first out of the way. The Now, let's just, let's just leave it this way. The, the last weekend in January in... Daytona, and this being the 60th running uh, of the what we call the twice-around-the-clock race, uh, 
kicking off at uh, Saturday midday. There have been years where it has been more like spring break. And then there's been years that have been absolutely diabolical and, and, and miserable. I, I don't remember exactly the year. I want to say four or five years ago, uh, they didn't get to complete the race because the weather, it, it was so bad and so cold and, I mean, raining so hard. Especially get, getting through the infield, it, you just couldn't see anything. And then you come flying up under the, uh, what they call NASCAR 1 and NASCAR 2 out of the infield. Start going 200 X miles an hour in a downpour with cars around you and spray. You really just can't, you can't see a damn thing. And they ended up having to, to call the race. It was an official race, but it's been a very uh, sketchy week of weather in Daytona. They've run uh, the Continental Tire races. They've run the Mazda MX-5 Cup. They, they've run a lot of the the uh, the undercards, as we might say, in the world of uh, stick and ball. But the big concern now is, and there's a, I guess, a bit of a, a, a well, a slight. A slight sigh, easy for me to say, because the prediction for the weekend is at least uh, partially sunny or sunny, but highs during the day don't look to get much past 50 degrees, and nightfall below freezing. And if you if you know anything about racing, you're following racing, you know, for, for the newbie I'll explain, you have to get the tires up to temperature. And so they put the fresh set of tires on the car. They're a little low on air pressure because when they heat up, the air expands, and the tire then becomes uh, the proper operating temperature in terms of air pressure. And the tire comes in, as we say, and, you know, usually a lap, max a lap and a half, you'll get enough heat in the tire and the tire will be at full full grip. Well, if you have temperatures below freezing ambient, track temperature, especially, and if you're a drag racer, you you know the, the term dew point. If there's a lot of humidity in the air and it's below freezing and the track temps are really cold, this is going to create a big problem, what we call the outlap. It, it, you know, it used to be days of old. You know, you, you, you run your outlap, uh, you know, certainly not at 10 tenths because you haven't got any tire temp yet. But, you know, you run it as, as hard as you can and just deal with what that may bring you with cold tires. Well, the problem is it, it, it could take two or three laps now in these temperatures for the tire to come in. What's very interesting about the Rolex 24 is in the 24-hour race, you have five different classes of cars, all much varying levels of, of, of speed and, and aerodynamics. I, mean, I, I can go on and on and on. Plus, there are a lot of paid drivers. The term gentleman driver has certainly been used over and over and over again. And, um, I mean, Patrick Dempsey was called a gentleman driver for a long, long time until he really showed, especially when he did Le Mans with the uh, the great show Dempsey does Le Mans, which unfortunately you can't find anymore because they ran into all kinds of distribution of rights issues. But it's is a great flick. Uh, but Patrick Dempsey, much like Paul Newman, they came to him and said, you know, you're not a gentleman driver anymore. You are a race car driver. Paul Newman, Patrick Dempsey, there have been others that have really proven that they're a lot better than the moniker of a, a gentleman driver and or a, a paying driver for the seat. Now, the reality of it is, is these teams, a lot of teams, need paying drivers to sustain and support the effort. 
So you you got to have them in the car. And there are actually classes now in IMSA that you must have a gentleman driver in the car, which makes it very interesting. So my point is, is you have, you know, some of the, the, the angriest, meanest, nastiest young guns and seasoned guns. Helio Castro Neves, your four-time Indy 500 winner for one uh, in this year's race. And, and guys that are just, they're always at the sharp end of the stick or grid, if you prefer. And then you've got paid drivers or paying drivers or gentleman drivers that are also filling time in the car. Now, having said that, Many of these paying drivers take the stint, as we would call it, which may lead from as the cars go into darkness and then run throughout the night, which is also interesting because you have the least, not all of them, but many lesser experienced drivers racing at night in uh, maybe a class that is on the high banks of the oval going 80 miles an hour slower than a prototype. The closing ratio is devastating. I mean, you see a little flash in your rearview mirror, and before you know it, it's like the Concorde goes by you. So with cold cold temperatures, tire, tire challenges, and, uh, you know, paid drivers, a lot of the guys up at the, you know, the Felipe Albuquerque's and you know the the Wayne Taylors and the the rest, the Helios, the Jimmy Johnsons, I can go on and on and on. Think that this is going to make for very interesting racing throughout, not just the night but all weekend long. So we'll see what happens. Because and then there's also issues of keeping the 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 drivers and the mechanics, the tire people. I mean all the su- support staff that goes with these teams, keeping them warm and dry. So if it doesn't rain, that's good, obviously. But if it's uh, in the 20s at night, you got to keep people fresh and get, you know keep them prepared to uh, to do their job. So a lot of the teams now are enclosing their their. You can't enclose your pit box, but enclosing the the uh, the the area over the wall behind them and other support areas to try to keep these people all you know warm and dry and uh, out of the elements. So. It's going to be a good one this weekend. Maybe one of the most interesting we've seen in a long, long time. I also, uh, after the break, I'll get to the uh, the Kyle Busch story that just kind of creeped out, which is very, very telling and very interesting. And then also maybe some big-time surprises in uh, some of the top NASCAR riders' picks of, of drivers that could win it all this year. So great stuff, great insights. RaceCentralMedia.com on the Insider. And we're back after this. Well, we're back at it. 3.30 in the afternoon it is. Uh, it's just a little... Jam we do every Friday afternoon. It is Race Central the Drive, and our new time from three to five. I really this song. This was uh, I want to say when NBC Sports had the rights to Formula One a few years ago. Uh, this was their opening song in the, the the opening theme for the opening of the broadcast, which was really, frankly, really, really good. I mean, ESPN's done a pretty good job. Uh, the last couple of years, and I think, well, certainly exposed Formula One to a lot of new and, and um, uh, well, new fans. And maybe for like myself, as I've said, because I used to be a super hardcore Formula One fan. Then I kind of drifted away for a few years just because I just kind of lost the vibe. But uh, uh, back when NBC got it a few years ago, they kind of pump some fresh blood into it. Uh, you know, you see the new, new open, new music, and really raise the bar, for lack of a better description, in the Formula One broadcast. ESPN's done a very good job the last couple of years, as has Fox Sports, with you know the, the TV product. As I've said, you know people talk about oh, racing fans, 
it's, you know, it, interest is down, blah, 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 blah. Uh, attendance is down. Well, that's pretty true straight across the board with all stick and ball sports. And now, granted, I mean, when you have uh, a 17-game NFL schedule, there's 17 and that's it. Baseball, they can shorten that up a little bit. Uh, basketball, I really don't care. Uh, but the TV product is so good now in all sports, not just racing, but stick and ball sports, everything. It's, you know, you don't, you don't have to pay $50 to park. You don't have to uh, pay $50 for a beer and wait in lines to go to the, the little boys' room and all that good stuff. And now I w- will say this, a, a beautiful Sunday or Saturday afternoon at the ballpark, man, it's pretty good stuff, uh, especially if you got your kids with you or you're bringing your kids or, or uh, you know, youngsters to their first game ever. There, there's something very nostalgic about that. But I can tell you from experience, a, a lot of very famous race car drivers have been exposed or were exposed to motorsports the same way. But, um, yeah, it's, it's, uh, the, the product is good. And I, I'm, I'm looking forward to see uh, uh, the broadcast this weekend for the Rolex 24. Is because I'd say if if you if you kind of say okay, Kurt, you've been working this. You, I, see, I see you grinding. I see you working on trying to uh, pump up the volume over the last couple of weeks, but it really hasn't had to be pumped up. I mean, biggest crowd ever at Chili Bowl Nationals. Uh, big, you know, big turnout at Roar before the twenty four last week to get the the, the week started of Speed Week. Uh, I'm not sure what the weather's going to do to the. To, to the crowds, uh, you know, at the races this weekend, we'll have to see. Because my idea of, of sitting out in, you know, 40-degree weather, getting rain done, it's not, not really my deal. Again, back to TV. On the couch, got your warm and fuzzies on or your onesie or whatever your deal is. You know, nice cold one, uh, whatever that may be. A nice, uh, nice Spam sandwich with lots of mayonnaise. Nice toasted Spam sandwich with a fried egg. I, I know there's millions of people right now. I can't see Sid the kid behind the glass, but she's probably giving me a look like, are you kidding me? Yeah, I like Spam. I like Spam sandwiches with a fried egg. So uh, it's, one of the things I, it's one of the things I really enjoy about actually Saturday night and Sunday night, or Friday night and Saturday night, short track racing and local tracks, is the eclectic food offerings, depending on where you meet, may be in this great country of ours, but... There are a lot of places that are known for their food. I mean, stick and balls, a Dodger dog. I mean, are you kidding me? Uh, legendary. I can go on and on. I believe it's uh, Martinsville is famous for eh, a food product that is not coming to my memory at this moment. But uh, yeah, it's uh, you know it's it's Americana, and that's one of the great things about about all sports. But it's, for me, anyway. And I love love them all, but for me especially, you know, nobody getting hurt at the racetrack uh, is good. But a bad day at the racetrack is is still better than a great day at work. So I you know I love I love being at the tracks, watching the teams test and practice. Uh, back in the day when they had what they called IndyCar spring training at Laguna Seca, it was also pretty neat because with the before I got into this business with the connections I. I'd have there be private testing at Laguna Seca in Monterey. Uh, not so much at Sonoma back in the day, but especially Laguna. Uh, probably because they, they, they raced at Laguna uh, every year. So it was a chance to kind of get out on pavement or tarmac that's somewhat familiar, albeit it might be December or January. But I'd get like a phone call. Uh, no, this was not back in the day of texts or uh, emails, or that kind of stuff. You actually, I've actually learned you can phone, you can f- phone people on these things. I, I, you know, I've kind of been lost about on that deal. But uh, I get a phone call in the morning and say, hey, uh, Newman Haas IndyCar haulers just pulled in, or, you know, somebody, and they're going to be testing here for two days, but it's private testing. Nobody can come in. It's on the down low. Keep your big mouth shut. But uh, you need to get down here because I, I had, I had people and new people. And you slide on down there and, you know, get ushered in and just hang around on the infield. There's like, you know, maybe two cars are testing. Maybe same team or two different teams sharing track time. 
not a full, full complement of, te- of the crew, as I used to say, but, you know, uh, just hanging out in the, uh, what we used to call the Jim Russell building, because that's what Jim Russell Racing School was at for so many years, and hanging out in the Russell building or going up in the corkscrew and sitting all by yourself in, you know, four-foot-tall weeds or, or literally leaning on the fence right at the, the apex or the exit of the corkscrew or something, and the guys are whizzing by at breakneck speed, and it's just like, whoa, yeah. I, mean, I guess to hearken to a stick-and-ball fan, maybe going to a private spring training, if there's such a thing, which there isn't. You know, but maybe being one of ten people in the stands watching your favorite baseball team take BP and play an inter-squad game or something. It's just a special, special vibe to it. I meant to get to this Kyle Busch uh, sensitivity training story. I, I had not heard of this until literally just today. But we'll get to that. Uh, it's probably not a bad thing for Kyle Busch. Also, uh, Matt DiBenedetto news. You know, all kinds of other good stuff coming up. It is, uh, again, if you've, if you've heard me grinding and working that the season is here, well, there's definitely no doubt as if you turn on the old telly this weekend or the stream, you can watch some of the most impressive and amazingly spectacular sports cars in the whole wide world uh, for two days, kind of two, Saturday and Sunday at, uh, at Daytona. Also, I want to remind you, February 20th, uh, Unser Karting Center, well, formerly known as Unser Karting Center, now Podium Karting and Event Center. It's my 15th annual NASCAR Daytona 500 Monster Bash. It'll be the biggest and best ever. First hundred in the door, get special VIP credentials, get them a free beer and some free racing. Lots of stuff to give away as we raffle stuff throughout the day. Also, weather permitting, impromptu a car and motorcycle show out front also we are looking for we've got about three or four really cool race cars already uh committed to come uh former furniture row number 78 cup car which will be kind of cool it's one of the old uh, coda uh, circus not circuit of the americas no the car of tomorrow which was the car of yuck but uh that'll be pretty cool because you probably haven't seen that before and a bunch of race cars but we're, we're looking for some really cool cars and race cars and if you think that uh, yours is uh, in the mix uh, you can go to facebook uh, facebook slash kurt hansen you can contact me through there you can uh tweet with me uh, at race central or you can uh, uh, you can call the station at 303-844-3776 more good stuff uh, we'll talk a little kyle bush required to take sensitivity training, and you'll never guess who's the pick to win this year's championship. I'm serious. You will not guess. And it's not Kyle Larson. It's not Chase Elliott. It's Race Central. It's a drive. Three to five. I'm the Insider. We're back after this. Welcome back to the premier home for motorsports for two decades. The blowtorch for motorsports on Race Central Radio. It fires me up, man. On ESPN Radio AM 1600 with award-winning host, Kurt Hansen. Uh, about 46 minutes after the hour, welcome back to uh, the, the premier home for motorsports. I'm motorsports insider Kurt Hansen. It's Race Central The Drive, uh, 3 to 5 every Friday right here on the blowtorch for motorsports. Uh, also, you can uh, engage with us, uh, Facebook slash Kurt Hansen, Facebook slash Kurt Hansen's Race Central Media, blah, 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 blah. We're kind of, uh, we're kind of everywhere. You can uh, tweet uh, with us, at us, make fun of us, do whatever you want to do at Race Central, and also uh, find out about everything we do and watch Race Central TV anywhere you can hear my voice in America, right here, Denver Comcast, uh, Action Channel, Revan TV. Amazon Prime, Roku, and at racecentralmedia.com. I'm going to get that stuff out of the way. Got to pay some bills, right? The uh, So the whole Kyle Busch thing, if uh, if you're a hardcore NASCAR fan, you, you probably knew of this and you saw it when it happened and such, but uh, uh, he just completed sensitivity training. Kyle Busch and Brad, uh, now some say Keselowski, some say Keselowski. I don't really care. Uh, it's It's BK. It's KB and BK have bumped heads on the track, in the pits, yada, yada, yada. And uh, in the playoffs this year, Kyle and Brad made, made contact 
on the final lap in Martinsville. They're able to finish the race, but on the cool down lap was they made. How what what, are, what an ineffective term for this story, because you're supposed to cool down. Well, they didn't do that. Uh, Kurt Busch, check that. Kyle Busch drove into the the side of Keselowski. Uh, both both cars spun, and then, of course, Denny Ham Sandwich. The uh, yeah, that, that guy. Talk about a guy. Now he didn't go through sensitivity training. He went through. Uh, sports psychotherapy. I can guess a lot of reasons why. I, I like the guy. He's he's okay, but he just man. That what that guy needs is a CBD sponsor. Maybe that kind of. I don't know. He's all over the place. He could be on the pole one week, then the next week barely qualify, and then get five speeding tickets in pit lane. I mean, it, the guy's just all over the place. But uh, the sandwich. Uh, hammered Alex Bowman. That video went like super, super, super uh, viral. And Kyle Bush said to uh, Dustin Long, who's an interviewer, that uh, uh, I'm not sure. I mean, I'm not. I'm going to stay away from reading this just to be on the safe side. But let's just put it this way: he said a lot of very stout things and i think uh actually i think i'll post that video up on my website actually check that on my facebook page after the show so and just before this whole thing went down bush got a levied a fifty thousand dollar fine and that was just for for behavior following darlington so kyle goes and does his thing and has to go to sensitivity training i don't i (laughs) I don't know if that's going to mean anything to Kyle Busch. Uh, he's also, the last few years, kind of been all over the map. And after he, he bro- broke both his legs at the Xfinity race at Daytona and then missed a couple races, then uh, his, his son was born, and I think he kind of went through a, a bit of a retune and became much more composed and really kind of gathered himself together and won a championship, even with missing two races that year was pretty impressive because I had said long before that, that that Kyle will never win a championship, always have a, the back door, uh, with his current mentality and the way he he goes about his business. Well, I think the, the crash and breaking his legs and, and then his kid being born, I mean, it changed him a lot. So, uh, I don't know. It's, uh, I'm not inside his brain, thank goodness. I have a hard time, hard enough time with my own. But good for him. I mean, hopefully, I mean, he's a super highlight reel, and he's a pretty, pretty amazing driver. But he's also definitely a, a loose cannon. Um, I was just, uh, I just, I can't, I keep when I think of sensitivity training and. Um, <laughs> it's almost like, uh, see, I like, I like, I like a lot of mayonnaise, but I put mayonnaise in my peanut butter. I'm hungry. Uh, I put a lot of mayonnaise, in my, mayonnaise in my, uh, peanut butter and jelly sandwiches too. Call me weird. But I, when I think of sensitivity training slash Kyle Bush, I feel like that's, there's something Awkward there. I, I don't know. Again, I want to remind you. Uh, what can I tell you? Daytona 500 is just around the corner. February 20th, 9 a.m. They will kick the doors open at the Podium Cardinan Event Center, formerly known as Unser Cardinan Event Center. And if you've not been inside this place, it is a humdinger. The first hunter of the door get uh, free beer, get free racing with their VIP credential. We'll be raffling out prizes all day long. We've got axe throwing. We've got uh, the indoor, full indoor track, then the, the upstairs track that goes indoor-outdoor, weather permitting. Again, weather permitting, impromptu car and, and motorcycle show. We've got room inside the massive showroom. This is a former Toyota dealership, so we've got a big showroom. 
we got some really, really, really cool race cars committed that are coming. And if you think you've got a car or bike or something you want to show off that's real special, you know, reach out to us and let us know. We'll see if we can accommodate you. If not, just show up with your uh, two- or four-wheel ride. And uh, we have a huge parking area outside that is uh, is all, I don't want to say fenced off, but it, it's uh, it's special for us, and I'll leave it at that. Uh, you don't want to miss it. It's our 15th annual. It, it is our official way, or Ray Central's official way, Thanks to the good folks at Podium Cardio and Event Center, too, to, to uh, super, super, super formally kick off the 2022 race season, even though it really started a couple weeks ago. But it's, uh, you know, four or 500 people, a lot of great folks. Kids are welcome, obviously. Lots of stuff for them to do. And it's just everybody getting together and uh, uh, talking racing, watching racing, and uh, having a good old time. So, Certainly, we'd love to see you there. February 20th, 9 a.m., the doors open. First hundred in the door, get the VIP credential, which gets you, I say, a free beer and some free racing. And we'll be raffling off all kinds of cool prizes and some other stuff to get you discounts and specials throughout the remainder of the year at Podium Karting Center. So what can I say? It's, uh, my gosh, first hour in the book, the first hour of power. Uh, only a really going half power uh, for the second hour is... We're cut short a little bit of DU hockey. She says the kid will be doing her thing during the games. But it's uh, good to be here at the 3 to 5, sort of. It's The Drive. It's Race Central on the radio and racecentralmedia.com. Radio show. Drive. Start. You're Back on ESPN Radio 1600. Look at him, look at him, look at him. Let's go racing drivers. It's going to be close right here at the line. He's got the inside. They touch once, twice. Oh, boy, here we go. This is going to be tight right here. Now, here is your host, one of the most respected motorsports voices in America, Motorsports Insider, Kurt Hansen. Got it. 401. Looking at the sun. Ha! I'm a poet. I don't know it. Welcome back to the abbreviated second hour power. It is Race Central on the radio. It's Race Central the Drive, 3 to 5, normally Every Friday, also the wildly popular podcast up on uh, FM 1043thefan.com. As Sid the Kid, as we would say in our industry, uh, behind the glass. Now, in this studio, it's behind the plexiglass. Uh, I'm, I'm, I'm not going to say what I'm going to say. Anyway, uh, I was also going to say, and I'm not going to say what I was going to say either, because uh, Sid the Kid, keeping my head screwed on straight, uh, alerted me. So. I'm not going to go into all the things that, that Kyle said, but uh, he said some things that were offensive to people that, that you know, may be a little physically challenged um, and, and others, and, I'll, and I'll, I'll leave it at that. But Sid made a very, very, I mean, a really, really good point. And by the way, she'll be there uh, February 20th, podium uh, karting and events center for our Daytona 500 bash doing a little television work, a little live streaming. First hundred, the door, get the VIP credentials. Uh, good for a free a beer and some free racing. And then we'll be raffling off all kinds of cool stuff and also discount coupons and cards for the rest of the year for a visit there at Podium, which will be a lot of fun. But she asked me, she said, did he say that on live TV? And I said, yeah, that's how they do it. Well, the... The feed, because I, I I have done this when I was working for IndyCar now, or Champ Car now, IndyCar, and doing um, you know pre-race and post-race and in-race, and the same thing with, with CBS, interviewing the the drivers uh, post-race, not only go on live TV, but it also goes live by the public address system throughout the racetrack and in the parking lots. So you not only have the global audience, but you have also everybody. I mean, it's not like, you, you know, you, you can't unring that bell. You can't put the genie back in the damn bottle but Sid said you know well because NASCAR is a rough and tumble sport you know rubbing is racing I can go on and on and on and on bore you to death if if NASCAR wanted to let this stuff go and kind of let it be more like here's the here's the, the big the big girl statement you know, MMA or WWE. Well, that was actually said by a former cup champion. I want to believe it was, it was late 90s 
at uh, what used to be called uh, 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 Sears Point. Then it became Infineon. Now it's called Race Sonoma. Same track, different name. And it's it's known as a place that gets a, gets a lot of people angered up. Much like Martinsville in Bristol. I, th- I think you're going to see a lot of that at the Clash. Uh, I love Kyle Larson's statement the other day that he did not enjoy one day not being in the car since his championship this year. That dude, you got to remember now, he was one of the best world outlaw sprint car drivers in the whole wide world. That boy wants to get it on. But Ricky Rudd, he, he won the cup race at Sonoma. I want to say it was 98, 99. It was just before I got in this business. And he was talking uh, on the PA and on TV about how NASCAR was was kind of, you know, letting them just kind of let, let the boys have at it. If you're a NASCAR fan, you probably remember that. And then they kind of toned it down. And Ricky said, you know, pretty soon they're going to have us up here. And like, uh, you know, the driver's suit is a one-piece suit. But up there in like, you know, wrestling outfits with capes and masks and, and uh, you know, doing WWE style. Well, they kind of backed that off for a few years. And then, I want to say it was three or four years ago, NASCAR was trying to pump, you know, I'll just pump up the volume. And they came out and made the statement that, you know what, we're pretty much going to let the boys have at it. And they did. But I think the boundary, when you start making comments, and I won't go into all the, the stuff that you know happened with, with Kyle Larson and, and other things that have happened in the past, uh, uh, but there, there is, there's definitely a line in the sand. But you know, let the boys have that WWE style. I think <laughs> we saw a lot of it last year. You know, we saw drivers get fined. We saw a lot of bumping and banging, not just in the race, but post race, a la Mr. Hamlin and uh, Mr. Kozlowski and Mr. Bush and others. But you can't cross that line. But I think, and as I started to think about this after Sid the Kid mentioned it, quarter-mile track inside the L.A. Coliseum, big, new, wider, faster, meaner, angrier, cooler, louder, prouder, cup cars racing inside, you know, a cereal bowl. I think you're going to see a lot of boys have at it. And it could set the tone for the rest of the season, when people tell you, again, since we are a stick and ball station, even though we are the premier home for motorsports, if you don't think that retaliation or not not getting getting even but getting back is not a thing, you're probably kidding yourself. Now, you if you're if you got all your, you know, your ducks in a row, you got your mayonnaise, your ketchup, your relish, all stuff on your hot dog, you might not want to just do it the next race, or especially post race, at that race. But there's definitely, uh, uh, it's like it's like uh, I heard uh, one of the, the network guys this morning here on the on on the four letter making comments about the Buckeyes they put on your helmet. In Ohio, now when I played football in high school and a little bit in college, we had the same thing. You had stars or or things for either big time tackles, hits, interceptions, uh, all that kind of stuff. You know, touchdowns, and they put up they they put okay in Ohio State they put a Buckeye in your helmet. And there's some guys you know, they got more Buckeyes than they got silver because the helmets the backdrop is silver. But if you don't think that in the hall or there's a there's a Buckeye. Or a something. Now we had uh, we had Bartman. And I kid thee not. When I was uh, pr- professionally racing with the IndyCar series, with the Champ Car IndyCar series, we had uh, uh, the Bartman, little inflatable Bart, Bart Simpson. And every time we went in and out of the hauler, we'd touch it. And whenever we had a racer, we thought we owed somebody something. We'd write on the back of the because we took it off the outside of the trainer. Obviously, when we're traveling. We wrote down the number of the car and put it on the back of the uh, the Bart Simpson, the Bartman. So you don't forget. <clears throat> it just does. It's just kind of that way. So I'm still going to get to 
the most popular tracks, a lot of the riders and the fans think you know, will be the most popular places to watch races races this year. I can tell you the clash is one of them. Daytona is right there with it. That's 1 and 1A. One and again, February 20th, 9 a.m., Podium Karting and Events Center are right there in Westminster, Highway 36 and I-25, formerly known as Unser. We've got first hundred in the door, the free beer and free races, VIP coupon. We're going to raffle off a lot of cool stuff. Discount cards and coupons for the rest of the year at Podium. And it's uh, always a big, a big, a big bash. And uh, you want to get there early for sure. We hold about 500. We'll definitely hit that number. We've had as many as, as 1,000. So it's good to be back in a big-time platform with lots of cool stuff. You know, kids, we got the arcade. we got axe throwing. we got carding. I mean... You know, if it, uh, if we don't have it, you probably can't get it anywhere. So what can I tell you? It is Race Central on the radio. We'll see you at uh, Podium, Cardinal and Event Center, February 20th. Doors are going to open at uh, 9 a.m. You can find out and follow us at Facebook slash Kurt Hansen or RaceCentralMedia.com or on my Twitter page at Race Central. Uh, I'm the insider, and I guess, uh, according to Sid the Kid, we're going last call this segment. And then we got a little DU Hockey. I didn't know there were other sports besides racing, but I guess, uh, I guess you know, ESPN, Entertainment, Sports, and Program Network. It is Race Central Radio. Back after this. I want to drive. Get the car off the trailer. Now, back to one of the most respected voices in motorsports, your host, Kurt Hansen. Uh, here we go. Final segment, uh, as we would call it, the uh, last call. Uh, reminder, February 20th at the Podium Karting and Events Center, our 15th annual Monster Daytona 500 Bash, first hunter in the door. Get VIP credentials for free racing, beer. We've got lots of stuff to raffle off, uh, discount cards for uh, revisits to uh, Podium throughout the 2022 season. I mean, lots of cool stuff going on. Also, race cars you've uh, never seen before and probably never going to see again. And it's going to be a lot of fun. So say, save the date. Mark it on your calendar, February 20th. Uh, uh, tomorrow... At 11.30 p.m. Denver time, 1.30 p.m. Eastern, the Rolex 24, the twice-around-the-clock race uh, at Daytona kicks off. It's going to be a good one. going to be a real good one. And the clash just around the corner at the LA Coliseum. That, I'm really looking forward to that uh, big time. Also, a real quick, uh, former Formula 1 uh, world champion Jacques Villeneuve is going to be trying to qualify at uh, this year's Daytona 500, which would be pretty, pretty interesting. And uh, Sebastian Bourdais, uh, Seabass as we called him, tops the final Rolex 24 pra- uh, practice for Cadillac Racing. So uh, we'll have, certainly we'll be watching that, uh, that, that weather, but it's uh, going to be a lot of fun. going to be very cool. Also, if you're a regular, also uh, following uh, uh, Race Central on the radio, uh, last call, we've got uh, DU Hockey coming up, which uh, I, love, I, I think playoff hockey is some of the best playoff sports, uh, besides motor racing, uh, going on out there. As you know, I get an opportunity to drive and review some spectacular machines. And most recently, I had the new, uh, totally restyled, reshaped, reapportioned, re-everything uh, Toyota Venza. And I've, I always liked the Venza, but it, it was time for a refresh. And when I uh, went out the driveway to meet the fellows from a drive shop, I was blown away because I had not seen I'd not seen the car uh, up close. This thing is it, it's the it's the Venza Limited, which is the one I had, a coastal gray metallic. Which, if you move around the car, it, it's got what we call flop in the metallic. It changes colors, which is uh, which is pretty cool. Got the two point five liter four cylinder uh, hybrid engine again. This again, is a hybrid, and functionality and connectivity that is beyond uh, reproach. I really, really like this car. Also, the uh, the lane uh, uh, assist, if you start to drift a little bit, actually it has a little picture in the dash and shows you that you're trending towards the, the, uh, the edge of your lane. And then if you get to that point, it gives you a little feedback through the steering wheel that kind of resists you know, if because if, if you're not paying attention, maybe you're just driving. You're not paying attention. You're steering yourself a little bit to the right. It'll actually push back on you to alert you to that, which is 
which is pretty cool. And a lot of cars have that now, but this one, I just I like the way that that uh, worked the backup camera and blind spot uh, sensor for backing up. Phenomenal because nobody pays attention anymore. Back to have a parking space. Uh, unfortunately, uh, I had to test it out. At least I didn't, but it got tested out a couple times. Um, just a really, really uh, impressive machine. A boatload of mechanical performance features, safety and convenience. This thing, uh, being a hybrid again, 40, this is what always cracks me up, 40 city, 37 highway, <clears throat> 39 average. I drove this thing all over the place for a week, and I am pretty certain that I never got below, like, a third of a tank. A massive uh, sound system, um, dynamic navigation, monster sp- uh, screen, touch screen, uh, the JBL speaker system with amplifier and tweeters and woofers and this is this, that's and I mean it's just it, when they when they redesigned this car they really nailed it right a heads up display I, I do really like that feature in cars uh, or we as we would call it HUD with uh, your speed uh, the posted speed you know all the stuff that kind of keeps you in tune with actually driving the car. I'm not a big fan of all this um, self-steering, self-driving, hands-off-the-wheel. I just, I, I, I'm, I'm concerned we, we, what we might be uh, breeding here, especially when it comes to some of the, the stuff that's, you know, full-blown monster, quote-unquote, horsepower, torque, fully electric. I like the hybrid concept. I love driving this car. You know, we're all so used to you know, prices sixty, seventy, eighty, ninety, a hundred thousand uh, dollars for you know vehicles that are big, beautiful SUVs and crossovers. This thing, all said and done, forty-three thousand dollars. I really, when I started driving the car and pulled the window sticker out of the glove box, I thought I'm gonna. I was playing that game with myself. First number is going to be a six, maybe a six and a five, forty gram. Toyota, man, Mm-mm-mm. and they're bringing their all new, uh, their all new Camry body to the NHRA this year with Cruz Pedregon and uh, the uh, the Toyota teams. I'm excited. You should be pumped up too. Racing season is definitely here. Rolex 24 this weekend testing down uh, in the Valley of the Sun for the NHRA. The t- test in the West uh, Spring Train, as they call it. Then the Clash at the LA Coliseum, and then of course February 20th at Podium Karting and Events Center. Here in Denver, the 15th annual Daytona 500 Monster Bash. First under the door, get VIP credentials and all kinds of cool free stuff. Hey, for Sid the Kid back there, for all of us here and all of you out there, DU Hockey coming up, and we'll see you next week.